Nick, have you heard? Heard what? The Bishop and the Gator are in stores. Oh, I did hear that. Brick and mortars, baby. Yeah, they're available right now at Riverman Cigar Company and Lit Cigars, The Smoke Pit, Man Cave Cigars, Smokers Alibi, and our friends over at Max Smoke Shop. Way cool. You need to go to those stores and you need to get yourself a Bishop or a Gator. They're fantastic cigars. Why not both? Should be both. I'm saying. You can also get them at martinascigars.com. Check them out today. I can hear myself breathing. Oh, yeah. Get used to that. He's in the mic just <laughs> at some point. Like, well, I mean, he's doing it now. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are, are you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Lupe, are you ready? I'm ready. Giddy up. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a, another sermon from Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... It's your man, Gator. And today, we are kicking off Listener Interaction Tuesday. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And we're actually joined in person, no less. At which, the which, uh, Jerry Tobacco, Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooters. True, it's true. I'd like to point out that uh, Listener Lupe has raised the bar pretty yeah. high yeah. for Listener Interaction Tuesday already. So he, he's, he's the first one to, to take part in this, and he's raised the bar pretty high because let's just, let's just name off the couple of things you've done already to raise this bar. So you've, you've driven into town from Chicago this morning, correct? Yes, sir. So that's what, five hours? Uh, it was four. Four, okay. Doing about 85 all the way here. Nice, okay. <laughs> all right. And then you brought us cigars. Yes, sir. So I, it I doesn't mean, get better. No, the way I see it at this point, um, everybody else after this, you, you, you have a lot of work to live up to here. <laughs> I mean, I expect free cigars and I expect you to come in person. In person, yeah. So anyway. Well, and we, we thought you were coming into town, you know, to hang out with some other friends and different things like that. And then we found out today you just came here for us. Yeah. And I mean, dude, seriously, we appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That no was problem. really cool. No pressure or anything. <laughs> For the rest of the listeners, yeah. Exactly. So, what are we smoking today, Lupe? Uh, it's called the, it's called Game Over by Ezra Zion. The band is pretty cool. Game over, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Yeah, the band is, uh, what is that, Nintendo controller? Yeah, it's the old school NES controller going on there. It's pretty sweet. So, Very Ezra cool. Zion, Game Over 2021. Now, where are um, these guys out of? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Okay. Parts unknown. Okay. So, yeah. We'll, Can we'll, we look them up? I, I don't know, Jeff. Considering I'm using my phone, maybe you could maybe look them up. I was waiting for you to make the first move. I'm just saying, you know, maybe you could do a little bit I'll here. Be, you know? And what's Play the name? The, Ezra? Do, do the second chair thing, you know? <laughs> Easy R-A. <laughs> All right. Well, as we... Uh, Prep to uh, light these guys up. How about we go ahead and do the official cutting? And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company. Jeff and I got to hang out with Dan and his lovely mother Jane last night we for did. a little while, having some cigars. Hung out in the uh, humid or uh, the lounge and got to explore around in the humidor. Found a couple of couple of goodies. I know he uh, recommended the Chapter One from LFD for me. I, I smoked that last night. It, Dan's recommendation. 
And Jeff's apparently not going to participate. I, in this, I, had so to air, okay. I had to age verify to get into the Ezra site. Um, anyway, so. no, I actually I had a uh, Camacho. You did, and what was the second cigar I had? It was oh that, the Perdomo. Yeah, that's right. You had the yep, champagne. I did. Yep, and Ooh, one uh, of my favorites. Oh yeah, he cigar. just got those in too, and it's he's got a really nice display of Perdomos in the humidor. Yeah, really have impressive. Tried, have you tried the? Uh, the reserve tenth anniversary, but the sun grown. No. So the red one, he's got those over there. Oh, those yeah. are fantastic. So, and then uh, Aladino, mm-hmm. Jerry, have you had those? I haven't. Oh well, then you got to get by Riverman while you're in town and go check out the full supply of the uh, Jerry tobacco products, as well as Martinez cigars are over there. You get some bishops and gators. Yep. So absolutely. I'm telling you what, Dan the Man Ponder over there. He'll he's, hook you up. He's, he's got a. Got a good selection of cigars going on. So when you're in the St. Louis area, like Lupe today, swing by Riverman Cigar Company. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, he does mail order. So he can be your brick and mortar really just about anywhere. So make sure you give Dan a call. Otherwise, it's time, I guess, now. To we cut go ahead and cigar? I, well, you look like you're like getting ready to say something. Well, I was waiting for you to cut, and then oh, I, okay. I have... A very sparse, detailed information from okay. the website. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Okay. Now I can say, um, the best I can tell, Ezra Cigar Company, uh, Ezra Zion Cigar Company is out of Republic of Texas. So they're out of Texas. Okay. Is the best I can tell, and that's because that's on a shirt. There's no really about us information on their website, although they do have do they a... Have any sort of about about the cigar? Uh, let's see. 20 minutes later, Jeff might have some information <laughs> for us. Okay, cigar. here's cigars. See, it's my internet's really dragging. There we go. Here, look, see, it's just taking forever. Hey, Dave, I think load. we ought to call Jeff Buffer from now on. No, that's Dave's <laughs> permanent name there with his phone. At least till he gets a new one. Okay, so they have 15 pages of cigars. <laughs> They have okay. a bunch. So why don't you guys go ahead and, you know, we'll start up. And then if I find it, I'll uh, jump in. Well, how about you, baby? They also sell, like, coffee and chocolate. And they've got all kinds of yeah. stuff. Pretty I cool. Haven't, I haven't tried any of their coffee. Well, there we go. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give this guy a cut. Yeah, look, how, look how slow it's buffering. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Give that guy a cut. Hand okay. off the cutter to Jeff because I can do, only imagine that you're going to need it. Did you do a V or I a straight? Do a v cut, I'm going yes. to do a V as well, I believe. Okay. Why I not? also did the V. Ooh, Lupe brought the, his own cutter. Oh, you got the deep V. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you I, have the SV? I haven't used that. Oh, see. Yeah, take a look at that. So you've got the deep V on the one side, but then you've got the straight cut on the other oh, side. Oh, nice. It's a little thicker, a little little beefier than the the deep V, yeah. But you get that double option going on there. And what's nice with the S or the the straight cut side, if you notice the the uh, deep V portion, kind of acts as a perfect cut. Yeah. So you really can't take off too much. So I don't know, dude. These guys have a ton of stuff. They've got a chocolate peanut butter uh, cookie cigar. They've got the ugly sweater cigar. They've got a ton of stuff on their website. I've, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've never heard of them before. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm still digging. Well, you ready? Cold draw. Cold draw. Cold draw time. Hmm. Maybe chocolatey. Little chocolatey. Yeah, I'm getting chocolate. I was Are you say, chocolate? Chocolate. It's chocolatey. Granted, I just had some sweet and spicy wings at. 
top shooters here. It's true. So, I had a breakfast you know. buffet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, he just had a full buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I was running 10 minutes late. But, you know, anybody that knows me. Yeah. I mean, I'm impressed you were only 10 minutes late, given the fact that you, there was a buffet to your disposal. And a gun show, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff's had a morning. It's been a, pre- a breakfast buffet at a gun show. <laughs> It seems like a adventures it's, with Gator kind it, of moment. It wasn't speaking as good as you might have expected. Speaking of adventures with Gator, I have an adventure with Gator from last night that I want to get to as well. Uh, okay. So, anyway. So, okay. I, All right. More specifically. Okay. Chocolate-covered raspberries. Do the cold retro. Try that. You don't get that little bit of fruit, little touch of fruit flavor on it. No, I'm getting chocolate, but I'm just gonna leave okay. it at that. Yeah, I'm you so don't get it. Okay, chocolate. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting like, like if you dip chocolate like raspberries in like a dark chocolate. That's what I'm getting. So is it? It's kind of a closed foot. Is that what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Just make. Well, that's sure. usually how I burn holes. I'm gonna in myself. say just make it sure before I burn a hole in my sweatshirt. Because those little flecks of wrapper, man. Get you every time. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that left a mark. Yeah, that went on the hand. <laughs> Speaking of the flexor wrapper, it was real small, so it didn't hurt that bad. If it would have been any larger, I'd have been screaming. I in the saw mic. that. I saw <laughs> that hit your hand, and yep. I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> anyway, yeah, chocolate covered raspberries. I just did a cold retro. Saying, guys. Okay. Well, let me hold this away from my crotch as see. I light it. We will see. <laughs> so, buddy, thanks for coming down. Oh man. So I'm tell tell us glad about for having me. Tell us about Lupe. What do you want to know? Oh, we want to <laughs> deep dive. Deep dive. Okay. Full so psychological examination. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tell us about your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one got weird. Now it's weird. Actually, no. We do need to touch on that briefly because you've also seen the man in the top hat. I have. So, okay. Oh my god, that that's right. Scary experience. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Um, Guys, I'm not. I'm serious. I'm pretty sure that's an alien abduction. <laughs> I mean, if I don't remember it, my butt is still exit only. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to agree with the, my, you know, the yeah. gray, the Grays may have done things, but if I don't remember it, okay, it's still exit only. Have Have either one of you guys watched? And I know you haven't yet because you're waiting to marathon it. But it's down to its last episode this week, so you can do it. Oh yeah, Resident Alien. No, no, it is the greatest show ever in the history of ever. It's about an alien. He comes to Earth to destroy the planet, and his spaceship crashes because it gets hit by lightning, and then he. I don't want to go into too much detail here, but he assumes an identity and becomes part of a community like out. I don't know if it's Colorado or where they are. It's We've out talked west. About this, at least a couple. It's of the times greatest show. It's the greatest show ever. I have to check that out, please. And it's so. Did you ever funny. watch Firefly? No. Oh, he was also uh, Pirate Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodgeball Pirate Steve. Oh okay, that dude. He's the main dude in this. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely having to check it out. It's gold. But when you mentioned the Grays, they referenced the Grays a lot in this. <laughs> he's talking about how big a dicks the Grays are. It's really funny. So that was, that's what made me think of it. Okay. I can see the Grays being dicks. I mean, right? The whole abducting and anal probing. Well, yeah. Yeah. So. 
Anyway. What are you guys right. getting on your stick? <laughs> we really do talk about anal probing way too much on this show. <laughs> Look at you with the retro hail. Did you see that, Lupe? Oh, yeah. Didn't nice. even cough. No, it's smooth. I'm try- I don't really know what I got off of it, but it's smooth. Well, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Not really any spice to it. No. Not like, you know, peppery spice or anything. It's no. A, it's a really smooth cigar. Very smooth retrohale. I don't know. Nick's just grinning at me really awkwardly. I don't know yeah. what's going on, Lupe. I nailed that retrohale. That's why. <laughs> you know, you're still, just, you're still I, proud yeah, of that. I'm really proud of myself for that. <laughs> I'm going to scoot back a little bit because every time I exhale, it's blowing right at Lupe and just he's sitting in a cloud of my exhaled smoke. Well, it's because the door <laughs> is behind him there. And yeah. It's like coming out the door there. Yeah. So anyway. So back to Lupe. So how did you get into cigars? <clears throat> <laughs> that's that's a funny story actually. Um, I'm glad so I, I was it. I was 18 and I was smoking cigarettes. Okay, uh, and then I switched over. I one of my buddies gave me a a Phillies grape. Nice. So I'm like, all right, I'll that. try it. Yeah. Like that's not bad. And then I started like exploring other ones. I think my first actual like cigar cigar was um, had a metal band. Can't think of the name of it. Oh, is it one of those that look like looks like a ring? Like a ring yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of those in my humidor right yeah. now. And then from there, it just exploded, and yeah. I just wanted more and more and more. Yeah. So, so how long ago was that? Uh, two thousand sixteen ish. Okay, so you've been at it for about five years. Yeah. Now. Okay. Okay. Pretty That's cool. cool. So what? Uh, where do you, are you? Twenty five, thirty. I am thirty two. 32. I was going to say, I was I was guessing a little bit young there, but he's much more well-preserved than we are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> life hasn't completely kicked him to the curb yet. It hasn't knocked, or, <laughs> what is it, kicked, knocked the smile off his face exactly. or whatever, yeah. Lupe's still a happy individual, unlike us. I'm happy. Are you? Generally. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you find every way to piss me off. Oh, at any given so I'm driving here, and of course I'm running late because I was at the gun show, and we'll again we'll we'll d- deep dive on that here in a minute. But as I'm driving, I keep calling Nick just to ask him random questions, and he's getting madder and madder with each call. So let, okay, while we're talking about ways that Jeff pisses me off, how about we discuss briefly last night how as we're driving home from Riverman, I, mind you, I had to pick your ass up to go to Riverman. Oh, is last this night. the thing about the bed? No. Oh, that's a whole other thing that I pissed you off with. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Can I go into um, that on the no, show? <laughs> no, 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 so, um, I'll no. I'll tell you off the air, Lupe. So it's like, really good. So, right. like, I uh, I had to pick Jeff up to take him to Riverman because he's just that much of a, like, lump, home, homebody lump of shit that yeah. wouldn't come out to play. And so I go out of my way. I pick him up. And now I'm driving him back. And, you know, he just starts randomly finding photographs of forgot about this various celebrities gaping assholes <laughs> and it's dark out so then he's like shoving his bright cell phone in my face he's like check out this one and i'm like oh and and it's just like that's a gaping butthole <laughs> here i'll show lupe yeah and and it's, it's, it was unsettling and i mean he he just and i'm like dude i'm driving and he he didn't care he didn't care one bit and 
Here, yeah. you can you can look away, Lupe, that but I'm going to show you what I showed him last night. Yeah, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, let's get Lupe's Lupe's react. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you put that away awful quick, Jeff. You didn't get a chance to actually analyze it. Whereas no. last night you were like showing me and like you know letting me draw a topographical map of it. <laughs> it's like, good God. <laughs> She, oh, she needs to thinking, She needs to get that thinking, I drove <laughs> 10 hours for this. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's never going to forget that. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, he sent that to Dave Rivera and Martinez one time. <laughs> That's how I have it in my phone. Yeah, and we all hope that you never do so ever again. Oh, does he hope that? Because I may have to send it again now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I hope that you never send it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was the night he was eating his plums. That was the night he was eating his plums. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's when it devolved into you talking about your fascination with abnormally large clitorises and nipples. That is true. Yes. Anyway. I admit that freely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Lupe, what do you think so far? <laughs> I don't know, four hours for this? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so as we're driving back, yeah, I was also showing you random videos. Just I was just You were pinging. doing everything you could. Yeah, you were pinging. Yeah. It's like... Because like, I wasn't driving and I was all I happy know. about it. And it, you were doing everything you could to distract me as I'm tired and it's like 1230 in the morning. Yeah. You know. Which is early for him to leave Riverman, by the way. It is. Yeah. But it was significantly late for Jeff. And, you know, we're sitting there in the lounge, and, like, every two, 20 seconds, he's just like, so, man, you, uh, you getting ready to leave? You know, we think we're getting ready to pack it up? And I'm just like, oh, old man wants to get home to bed. Yeah. 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 There's there's something to that. So, Well, I'll stay out usually. You know, I start turning into a pumpkin about, what, 10 o'clock? 10, 10, 30? <laughs> Maybe earlier. And, but Nick... Nick will stay out till two or three in the morning. I'm times. a late person. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah, I used to be, and I got old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you also don't get up early, though. No, because what happens is so you're not late invariably, and you're not early. I'm keyed up so when I get home. You've got about a five hour window of each day that Jeff is actually active in some way, shape, <laughs> or form. Yeah. So no, what happens is like last night I got home. You dropped me off. What about one o'clock? Give or take-ish. I sat up and watched movies until 3 in the morning. I watched Saving Private Ryan on Pluto. We could have had another freaking cigar. But Dan needs to go home at some point, too. Until he gives us a key, we can just let ourselves out. I mean, now that you've just thrown that out in the universe, I'm sure Dan will have one for us. Of course, I don't know if he wants to risk his humidor. With the two of us, no. With the two of us and a key. No. Yeah, that probably would be. Poor. That would be. Unfettered access. Yes. Loss. Exactly. <laughs> Loss prevention not, is not the key. Giving, I would say not giving us the key. <laughs> I just bashed my not microphone. Gi- not giving us a key is loss prevention mm-hmm. in its simplest form. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I just like to watch you I smoke. I was going to say, you're just sitting there just <laughs> staring at so me. So, Lupe. God damn, Jeff. And we'll we'll get into the gun show here in a second. I know I keep teasing that. So, what questions do you have for us? Like, being here, um, you know, is there anything that you've listened to on the show that you want to just dive into? Jeez. Uh, how much time do we have? We, <laughs> unlimited. All, we well, we're plugged in. We got power. All the time in the yeah. world. I know you guys always hint on, well, 
mainly you, Jeff, you always hint at conspiracy theories, and I've always yeah. been into that. Yeah. It's well, oh, okay. Here we go. We're going down <laughs> the rabbit hole. Have you noticed con- or, uh, Kim Trails have started back up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, right? I don't think they've ever stopped. Well, okay. Now, I'm going to say this, but there was a four-year window there, Trump, <laughs> that I didn't see them as much. Am I lying? No. Yeah, because I, you I point would, them out I to would me call, all the yeah, time. I would call Nick, and I'm like, hey, you see any uh, any chemtrails? Why don't you explain no. to the listeners who aren't like subscribed to you know okay. whatever you are, okay. what chemtrails are. There, there are contrails, which is basically the wing, basically essentially making a little cloud as the plane goes through it, and those dissipate. But then there are chemtrails that I personally believe in. I don't know about you, Lupe. No, I do. Okay. Nick has seen them. I've pointed them out when they happen. And they'll make grids in the sky that basically turn into these big giant clouds. And some of the theories behind it is that maybe it's an anti-global warming thing. You know, there are all different kinds of theories. They're putting like um, aluminum particles into the atmosphere to to make the rays of the sun bounce back out, you know, into space. There's all kinds of theories as to what's going on. So they could be good. (laughs) Define good. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they're ma- if they, if they're, do we want you know, them spraying metal particles into the atmosphere that eventually fall to the earth and we either breathe in or they get into our soil and water table? I mean, that's that's where I come from. What isn't in our soil and water table these days, though? That's true. But <laughs> but we don't need to put more. We need less pollution, not more pollution. And okay, now, and this goes to my theory. During COVID, did you or did you not see the story about how the lack of pollution caused the Earth to warm faster? <laughs> I did see something about yeah. that. Yes. So I think that ties in that maybe those programs had either been cut back drastically or curtailed under the last administration. And all of a sudden, the last couple of months, I've seen them happening again. But that's there's a conspiracy theory for you. You wanted one, <laughs> there's one. We should get our friend Jess on here. Because she goes no. down the rabbit hole oh, on these God, things. God, no. Yeah. Well, she subscribes to, what, Alex Jones? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Info that's... Wars kind of stuff. Way I mean, <laughs> I'm all fine and good with a good conspiracy theory, but Alex Jones just kind of irritates me. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you another one. And I mean, I've probably just, like, gotten Alienated all some of sort of listener, yeah. All sorts of... <laughs> I mean, they're going to be just hunting me. Yeah. But, yeah. The InfoWars, like, exactly. disciples are after you. Okay, here's another one for you. And I, I I think I actually talked about this on the show. So do you remember when our base was rocket attacked back in, uh, was that a year, year and a half ago, maybe, over in uh, Iraq? And Iran shot all those missiles at our base. Do you remember this? Yeah, that ring so, about? Yeah. Okay. So... Nobody got killed. We did have some people. At, at first, they said, oh, well, they're having headaches or That's whatever. When, but it, it turned some, some people did get some brain damage from the concussions. And I ran earthquake. Yes. So that they shoot these missiles off at us. And then, like, that same night or the next day, I forget which it was, Iran had two earthquakes, one on either side of their main nuclear facility. And it was also the same night that they shot down that plane thinking it was an American bomber and it was just like a jumbo jet full of people. Oh, yeah. All of that went down and then it just died. Like, it went away. Nobody talked about it anymore. But 
Those two earthquakes, I contend, were man-made earthquakes. We basically told them, hey, you know this earthquake you just had? Here's another one. You do anything else, we're going to destroy your nuclear facility and contaminate your country. And they backed off. That's my conspiracy theory there. It makes sense, too. I'm saying. Like a harp weapon kind of deal. Huh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. What, what else you got, buddy? <laughs> I know you have more you than You don't this. think that there could be some truth to what I just said. I think there's a lot of truth to what you... Maybe there's a lot of truth to what you said. I don't know. It's just like I don't the know. Earth is. I just it, like I just like poking you and teasing you with it. You know? <laughs> to to like, do the earthquake thing, it's like hitting a tuning fork. Yeah. You just get the vibration going. Yeah, I I I fully believe that that was our. Res- Everybody says, "Oh, we didn't respond to him. We didn't respond to him." I think we did respond to him. I think we'll never admit we responded to him, but I think we did. It'll so all there. come out in the end. Well, but how? When you say it'll come out in the end, that could be after we're all dead. No, you know, think about yeah. it. The JFK, Jeff, all the JFK. There's a lot of stuff that comes out after we're dead. Think about this. All the JFK stuff was supposed to be out by now, and it's still not. Well, yeah. Why not? Because nobody wants to admit the fact that Lyndon Johnson had JFK murdered so he could become the president. I, I don't know that's accurate. Just saying. See, I think it was Woody Harrelson's dad on the grassy knoll, but. Ted Cruz's dad. He was involved, wasn't he? Was Ted Cruz's dad involved? I have no idea. I thought. We're going to get sued by everyone <laughs> pretty sure, over this conversation. Pretty we sure. need to bleep out all these names. Was, wasn't it the National Enquirer that said that Ted Cruz's dad was involved in that? I don't read the Enquirer. I only do the <laughs> weekly world news. <laughs> bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy That's what it was. Oh, here's one. Okay. And oh, you may or may not remember this. Ted Cruz's dad was not involved, by the way. Why would you say that in the first place? It was a... Remember it was We gotta bleep. Dur- no, we gotta bleep a no, lot, no, Lupe. No, no. It was during the campaign, remember? We Trump- don't want Lupe getting deposed over this. Trump- Why would <sighs> When the Cruz people come after us and oh. the Harrelson people and the <laughs> Johnson people <laughs> We've pissed off every every they're only, they're powerful only family. Us because they have lots to hide, Jeff. Well, that's the beauty, though. If they sue us, then then we have subpoena power. We can exactly. go after them. That's yeah. why they're never going to we'll sue us. We'll dig in. Yeah. 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 Like a tick. Yeah. No. Did you know? <laughs> I don't even know if I've talked about this on the show. It, the oh problem with doing these shows, Lupe, is we, we, we talk to each other so much anyway, because um, he's my heterosexual life mate, which is really <laughs> bizarre. And that was his term, not mine, I want to point out. I actually stole it from Kevin Smith. Oh, there you go. Here nor there. <laughs> so we... We talk all the time, so I can never remember what we've talked about on and off the show. It like it all blends together blends. at a certain point. Although if it's particularly janky, it probably was off the air. Yeah, probably. Did you know that Chester, Illinois was destroyed by aliens and rebuilt the same night? Okay. We've never talked about this. You know we haven't? No. Okay. So Chester, Illinois is just a little south of here. About what, forty five minutes south of here, Jeff? Yeah. And it's actually the home uh, birthplace of Popeye, the Sailor Man. Oh, okay. the guy toot who, toot. Uh, the guy who created. I'm blanking on his name. LZ Seeger. Okay, LZ Seeger lived down in uh, Chester, and so if you go down to Chester, there's statues of the Popeye characters like all over town, and mm-hmm. you can go and like do that. And Popeye's got his pipe, so you can go, you know, herf with Popeye if you want to. Right now, <laughs> that's true. But anyway, so and and 
They got a museum and all that kind of cool stuff down there. Well, in in really the cartoon series, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. It is neat. In the cartoon series, they're they're I guess like on the ocean, but technically it was based off of being on the being at Rivertown mm-hmm. in Chester, and that's what they based the whole uh, and and all Wimpy and all the characters in it were people in town. Yeah, in fact, and I know I've men- I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Um, uh, so every year they raise mo- uh, money in the town to buy another one of these statues to put them around the town. Mm-hmm. And when it came time to do olive oil, they had a lot of trouble raising money to buy the olive oil statue because olive oil was based on this old school marm that was in town and everybody hated her. She was apparently a just a total bitch. <laughs> and everybody hated... Now we're getting sued by her family. everybody hated... <laughs> The woman who olive oil was based on. And so it took them a lot longer to scrape together the money for what is arguably a major character in the Popeye mythos. And one of the smaller of the statues. Exactly. She she was tiny. Very very (laughs) thin. But but they hated her. And so it took them a lot longer to raise the money for that because of it. Who played her in the movie? Was it Shelley Duvall? It was Shelley Duvall. Boom! Wow. (laughs) Right there. Air Power 5. Ass. Wow. That was awesome. That was impressive. Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. Yep. God. Wow. Lupe, uh, Lupe watch that go down. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought I would have you stumped on that one. I Yeah, I really did not expect that, Lupe. She was the one that played in The Shining, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> Lupe stepping up. I like it. I'm, well, I mean, you know. He's a listener. He knows that when you're coming on the pulpit, you got to know about stupid movies. You have to Jeff bone is up talk all about stupid movies. Yes. So I was texting with Nick Gervais the other night. We had a long text conversation all about the Naked Gun. Oh, he was great watching, movie! He was watching that. Nice beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. <laughs> 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 we were joking about you know how weird it is to watch that movie with the juice in it. Right. Yeah. He got all stabby. Allegedly. He did get all murdery. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Chester was destroyed by aliens. Yeah, okay, let's get back to this, because I've never heard this before. Okay. When did this supposedly take place? I think in the 60s, 60s, 70s. So what what this is based off of, it didn't actually happen. Okay. Like, I had to point that out, but I'm going to, for clarity. Now, Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. A UFO magazine. You remember when these were big back in like the late seventies, eighties? Do you remember these UFO magazines? I was born in eighty one, Jeff. God damn it. <laughs> and Lupe's what mid twenties, so he's not gonna know. <laughs> so they used to have these UFO magazines and they were like the true crime kind of thing, but for UFO. Do you remember okay. true crime magazines? Eighty one, Jeff. God bless it. You've never heard of them though? I mean, I'm aware. Okay. But I, I It didn't. was a thing. So they had these UFO magazines. But by the time I was and hitting up the magazine racks and everything, mostly looking for comic books. Um, or Playboys. You know, <laughs> See, I did National that, Geographic the, as a kid. The grocery stores didn't carry the Playboys. <laughs> you had to go to like Borders and stuff like that for that. And then they were like eyeing you like a hawk. We you had know? the Handy Mart in Pinckneyville, Illinois. Oh, I bet you did. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was handy. I bet. You know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, wait. There you go. I had to give myself a rim shot, and then I also did the drum thing. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, my God. I just caught what you said. <laughs> oh, my God. So, 
Chester in this UFO magazine <laughs> was destroyed. Loopy, I'm sorry. So <laughs> this nuts. <laughs> so the magazine does this whole spread on how Chester Illinois was destroyed and rebuilt in one night by the aliens. I mean, we did a story when I worked. Pretty good infrastructure, you know, improvement. Right, if they're going to do that. Right, yeah. So the County Journal that I used to work for, which is a great newspaper in Percy, Illinois, um, Jerry Willis got a hold of one of these UFO magazines that had this in there in seventies, maybe early eighties, whenever it was, and actually did a story about Chester being featured in this UFO magazine in the paper there in Randolph County. Pretty cool. So Chester was destroyed and rebuilt in the single night. By aliens. Okay. There you go. That's, I did, story didn't have much more. I was going to say, it. that was significantly. <laughs> more anticlimactic than you expected. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was a 60 second scam story there, Jeff. <laughs> but I drug it out into like 15 minutes. Now I know what the ex wife feels like. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Wow. Just hurtful. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you see what I have to put up with, Lupe? Six, son of a. I mean, dude, he just spent 10 minutes to give us that story. That was You kept talking about olive oil. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. What's everybody getting on their cigar? I had to relight mine because it was talking too much. A <coughs> <I just, coughs> little, little worse on the retro now? I got inhaled. No. Mm. No. Yeah, don't I inhale. I decided it would be a good idea to... Be stupid and, and inhale. inhale. Yeah. yeah, you can hear it in your voice still. It's it. Yeah, hurting. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Retro is still kind of smooth. Spice amped up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Copy off card. Oh man, I should have probably. But it's not pepper. Off. It's spice. No, yeah. I should have yeah. held off on doing that retro because I just got right after the inhale. The yeah, inhale. So I'm still like recovering and. <laughs> Yeah, but no. Glutton for punishment. There is a slight, slight little bit of spice just starting to creep in. Not you even hear me pouring my nice cool beverage. Not even to the halfway point Many of this cigar. Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Lupe? Um, oh, you got water. It's smoking nice and slow, and the ash holds on really well. It does. I've got a good burn line going with mine. I would say my burn line is, is pretty good, and... Uh, it is a box press, but I'll <laughs> forgive you for that because <laughs> oh it's not that bad. Okay, it's, it's I'm going to throw soft, this out. Soft box. Lupe press. has set the bar. Everybody that comes on the show, if you do bring a cigar, and you don't have to, and Lupe, thank you for doing this, yes, by the way. Yes, thank you. Very but no if problem. you do bring a cigar, bring a box press. God damn it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just to piss off Nick. Because oh. he's in that, he's kind of, how do I want to say this? You're, you're kind yeah, of pigeonholed into the fact that you're really grateful that Lupe brought the cigar, but it's a box press. So you want to be upset, but you can't be. I like it. You're upset. painted in a corner. I'm not upset. Lupe, do you think nice he's upset? I think he's upset. Lupe even apologized when he yeah, handed it to him. Yeah, I did, actually. I had to. <laughs> but it was, was very nice of him to bring cigars. Oh, uber nice. Uber nice. And it saved me the hassle of trying to figure out what we were going to smoke today. It's true, because I offered to go pick up cigars, and that's one of the times you hung up on me when I was driving here. <laughs> you did not. I swear to God, I called you. I said, "Hey, what are we smoking?" And before I could say, "I'm gonna," I'll run over to you know across the river and grab a couple of sticks. You hung up. Oh, I yeah. So okay, before you could say, 
So it's not that, that but that's why offered, I called you. It's not like you offered and then I hung and then up. and then that's it's that you know and that's when I called him back and I said I hope I'm not upsetting you. <laughs> yeah, and then I hung up again. Yeah. Well, let's let's no. The first thing you actually asked me on that call was uh, oh, if I could stop hey, and get some pot. Yeah, you, you mind if I? I know I'm running late, but do you mind if I stop and get some pot gummies real quick? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. I was driving right <laughs> by it. I know, but it's going to be open later. You can it's go a, get some it later was a if you want. Joke, but I still stand by it. It was funny anyway because uh, <laughs> it pissed you off, and that made my day. <laughs> See what I have to put up with. <laughs> it's hard being He's you. He's like a child, you know. Many ways. Just like a child. Many ways. I still see myself as like a teenager, but oh, I my body that. is just crashing on me at 51 but i still see myself as a teenager i know you flirt with the girls here at top shooters like you're a teenager but you know they flirt back they're looking for a tip from you jeff hmm. don't buy swampland <laughs> there's your tip <laughs> what kind of tip are we talking about here just to see how it feels financial <laughs> just the tip just to see how it feels dear god, god it. well jeff I can't come back here. I was going to say, I like this place. Don't ruin it for me. Nobody here listens. That's true. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't let us in here if they did. So, Lupe, what? what, Okay. You have the Ezra Zion game over here. Game over, man. It's game over. Game over, man. That's what we're smoking now. Um, What do you normally smoke? If we were to go to your place and go into your humidor right now, what rifle what, through your what, things? What, what are we gonna find? <clears throat> a lot of Liga Provadas. Ligas, okay, okay, yeah. A lot of Liga Provadas. That's that's one of my humidors, and then my other one, I have all my sweet sticks. Like I have a, I had a whole, just bought a whole box of Leather Rose. Ooh, nice. good cigar. Mm-hmm. I, I that's my know, ex, my ex Kristen's so favorite that, cigar. That fire pit. I don't know if you can even see it right there. Just right out there. I was sitting around that fire pit um, two years ago. It was fall of 2018, so I guess it would have been like three years ago now. Whatever. So I'm sitting out there smoking, and this guy walks up with his girlfriend. And uh, he sits down, and he lights up a cigar. And I have mine going. So we start talking about cigars a little bit. And it turns out he's a police detective from St. Louis. And um, his uh, girlfriend is telling me, about acids. Now, I'd never heard of... I, I was really new into all this and everything. Right. Hadn't heard about acids before. And she's like, oh, yeah, you need to, you need to have some acids. And I'm like, why? And she goes, she goes, because they're sweet-tipped and everything. And she's saying, they taste all fruity and all this. And she said, and it's so fun to make out with him after he's smoked one. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, you know, that I, I get behind that idea a little bit. And then he starts talking all about the Fat Bottom Betty. And how great the Fat Bottom Betty is. So great the next stick. time I was at the Hill, they had the Fat Bottom Betty, and I tried that. And so I, I love the Fat Bottom Betty. Yeah. I mean, I don't smoke it too regularly because it's one of those ones that um, has something to kind of mix up the palate a little right. bit. I'll intersperse it. But um, I bought – I have the box still. I mean, I think I've smoked like one out of it so far. But when they came out with the 6x60 – uh, fat bottom baddies. The Gordo, yeah. Yeah, the Gordo ones. I bought a box of those, and that's a good time right there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I bought, what if I bought Kristen maybe three boxes of yeah, Leather Rose now? Yeah, you've gone through like three boxes yeah. of Leather Rose. Yeah, she liked, and they're, around here at least, they're hard to find. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had to really search them out. Yeah. <laughs> Lupe's getting choked up. Yeah, there. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> getting teared up thinking about the cigars. <laughs> I love cigars so much. <laughs> so uh, okay, so you do a lot of Liga. Um, what would be like your 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 top three sticks? Top three. Hmm. Um, the Liga Provada number nine. The um, double Corona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you like more of a more of a medium to full cigar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say he's going for the full yeah. bodied stuff yeah. there. Because the, I know of these cigars, and I might have tried them once, but I, I, I like something. A little I like milder. the Liga Number Nine. Now, have you? Okay. Every time I post a picture that I'm smoking a Liga Number Nine, maybe not every time, but maybe one in three. Inevitably, I have somebody come along and they're like, oh, it's not as good as it used to be. Or that they like the old ones. Yeah, I've heard better. the same thing. Have you had an old I, one? No, I haven't. Okay. Because like, I've never... That's the thing. They're good for me, but I've never had an old one to compare to. So what are you missing? Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's my point. I'm not missing anything because I haven't smoked an old one. Maybe I would be really disappointed with the current crop, but I'm fine with it because yeah. I've never had what, the old right. one. I, I, I'm unaware of this. What changed? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I, I really don't know. But it, but it was a it was a noticeable enough difference. Evidently, it must have been something it. different. Now, um, if you talk to Dan over at Riverman, um, he knows. I, I guess um, there's some of the Saka uh, Dunbarton mm-hmm. and Trust sticks that are because Saka is obviously like instrumental in that in the Liga creation and everything right back when he was with Drew Estate and um, I guess some of those cigars are like Saka's current version of the old Liga so it's one of those things where if you can find those then you can kind of say like okay this is maybe more what the old Liga was like I don't know if that's accurate or not but you know Ooh. just something to put out there interesting <laughs> yeah and I do like the tricky tracker so that yeah you may, do so maybe that's like an old I don't know but anyway, sorry. I was not <laughs> so much on that cigar. Yeah, that's the one that puts you on your ass, right? It did. It, it came it, at me. It shanked him. Yeah. <laughs> it drew it a shiv. It drew a shiv and just came right at him. Yeah. It had taken a toothbrush and just heated it up and slowly rolled it on the toilet lid until it <laughs> got a nice fine point and it came at me with it. So, okay. So, Ligas? Yeah. Um, and The Champagne Noir. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yeah. Great stick. Yep. Um, so, okay. So... Going back to that now, that was reblended as the reserve 10th anniversary Maduro with the blue band. Mm-hmm. Have you had that? No. Okay. We, I know a place you can get those here. So we'll, uh, we'll, you will have to get that. You can try it to like, it's, it's the same, it's the blend of the Champagne Noir, but like tweaked. Okay. And it's really good. That's the one that won the uh, Cigar of the Year on the Cigar Authority. Oh, all right. So if you listen to Cigar yeah. Authority, that was their Cigar of the Year this year. So. It's a box yeah. press, but I won't hold that against <laughs> Nick Perdomo. It's just your sausage fingers can't hold on to a rectangle or a square. I don't understand it. Sausage fingers. <laughs> That's better than dick fingers. You're built like the freaking Pillsbury Doughboy, and you're going to criticize my sausage fingers? Pot, pot called the kettle fat. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. I'm just waiting for you to drop this one in front of Lupe so I can prove the point. <laughs> nice tight grip. Anyway, so okay, so what's so so that's two. Um, yeah. CAO session. Ooh, okay. okay. Yep. 
That's a good one. Yeah, as it's well. a good stick. I had the bones. I wasn't a huge fan of was the bones. Not a fan of the bones. I, I had, had not had it. I had horrible, and and it, I don't know. I had a couple of them, and like uh, the the I think I bought them in Indiana when I was out there in Labor Day, and I bought a couple of them, and they had just really bad construction issues, mm-hmm. and they just weren't anything special. Yeah, nothing to write home about. I don't know some of the. It seems like CAO and Punch. There are certain ones in those lines that are really, really good, and then there's other ones that, like, I just am like, I don't need it. I, you know, I, I'll back you up on the punch. I I run into that like too. the Kung Pao. Have you had the Kung Pao? No, the one that comes in the. Uh, it looks like a metal pan, like a tin foil kind of metal pan, like you would get Chinese right. takeout in. Yeah. Ah, it it was cheap. Like it was only like maybe like a five dollar stick, five or six dollar stick, but um. Oh, I was not a fan. It just flavor was kind of meh. Construction was meh. It just it wasn't that great. It, it felt like it was a gimmick. The 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 takeout container. Right now, the egg roll, which also came in the takeout container, the little ceramic look uh-huh. like the ceramic takeout container. Um, that wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of those, but I don't know. Anyway. Now we're on punch, and he was talking about CAO. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know. it's it's kind of what we do. Just now, the consigliere, the, the old Soprano cigar, mm-hmm. have you had that? I haven't. Okay. I have a box of those at my house. Th- those are good. Um, similar to uh, maybe not quite as, as beefy as the Session, mm-hmm. but but good. So another, another good CAO. You have to check that out. Yeah. Cool. Well, I just like to have as much awkward I was silence. Say, he, he, he edits it all out, but I do this to him all the time. All the time. Oh. <laughs> just like prompt me. Give me something. Anything. So speaking of cigars, you know, to try and, you know, we're bouncing things off of each other. My monthly cigars, we should be doing a uh, new episode coming Friday. Yes. An unboxing. Yep. And uh, Nick, tell everybody what is my monthly cigars. Well, before we do, do you subscribe to my monthly cigars? I don't. Okay, so let us tell you about my monthly cigars. If you, I mean, you're obviously aware, but but you get the box, and it's got a variety of cigars in it. Four, and four. four cigars. And Nick, uh, his palate must tend to skew a little bit closer to ours, right? Uh, not mine, not so much his, because <laughs> there's not a lot of. I mean, there's some light stuff in it, but that Ave Maria was good. How do you just have that ready to go? What are you, know talking, what you about? talking about? You don't hear that, Lupe? No. Son of a bitch. He's got some sort of brain issue. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's every time I say Ave Maria, I hear that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't there there it is again. Still nothing. Sorry, Dad. There's no way you don't hear that. No? How do you put that just through my headset? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God. Anyway, so he assembles these boxes, and he sends them out to you, and... Jeff and I, we get the, the I, again, I, I mentioned this last episode. I'm going to start clarifying here a little bit better. We get the Presidente box. And what the Presidente box is, it's, it's eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that he has in his Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. But just double that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wanted to reiterate. 
Okay. Yeah, just trying to drive the point home. But it's good because then that means that Jeff and I are both smoking the same cigar and we can talk about it. And, and theoretically, if let's say you were to do that with like a friend or a, a family member or something like that, mm-hmm. you could do that and, and, you know, sit and talk about the cigar. You and, could and also everything. hoard them for yourself. Yeah, that's what I would do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. so mymonthlycigars.com. And make sure you use offer code pulpit. P-U-L-P-I-T. Get you, Look uh, at Lupe jumping know, in. Right? I like it. <laughs> Get you 20% off any of the items on uh, Nick's online store because he's got cigars and accessories and stuff. But it also gets you free shipping on that first box. Don't forget about the Ash Cash. Oh, yes. Exactly. He's got his Ash Cash program. He does. So you can build points while you're buying stuff. It's like a nice and reward program. buy more stuff. Exactly. Perfect. Rewards. Rewards are good. Rewards. I want to be rewarded for smoking. Exactly. It's a good thing. Now, Nick and I, off air, have talked about this. But I read this really neat story in, I think it was the Wall Street Journal, about this guy that figured out how to scam reward points off of his credit card. Hmm. We haven't talked about this on the air, have we? I don't. I don't believe we have. Did we? I don't know. It's all a blur, Lupe. It's all a blur. I don't know if we did or not. But the long and short of it is... This guy worked out where over the course of like two or three years, he ended up scamming $300,000 in 5% reward points. Because what he would do is he'd use his Amex card to go and buy. Because you could do it at a grocery store or a uh, drugstore. Yeah. And so like he got cash back for purchases at um, drugstores and grocery stores. So what he would do is he'd go to those and he would buy gift cards. And then he would use the gift cards to buy money orders, and he would use the money order. He would deposit the money order and then into his pay bank off account, the and then he'd pay off the credit card with the money order. Huh. And so it was just a cycle of money, but he was getting the rewards from the credit card back as you know, cash back on his, on his purchases. And yeah, over the course of like three years, yeah. he made like $300,000. And wow. then the IRS got tipped off. Got caught. Yeah. But, but the problem is... The IRS does not tax rewards. So they didn't really have a leg to stand on, even though they went after him. But the judge in, and it was kind of a two-sided kind of sided with him, but basically told the IRS, you need to button up your rules a little bit. Yeah, you know, and because the guy didn't do anything illegal. They went after him for it, and yeah. he's still probably going to have to end up paying some tax on it. But even at that, he made $300,000 for just rotating money. Wow. Just bizarre. <clears throat> Seems really complicated to me. Yeah. So I'm all about reward points now. <laughs> <laughs> My problem is I just don't pay off the credit card in time. So the interest charge is much more, uh, much higher than what I'm actually and gaining. It just, yeah. It yeah. just goes to hell. It's a lose lose for just me. It goes straight to hell for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm not organized enough for any kind of scam <laughs> like that. No. 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 Anyway. So. <sighs> Are you finally going to tell us the story about this gun show? If you want me to. I mean, you've teased it a Lupe, lot. Lupe, do you want to hear about it? Yeah. Okay. So we're at Riverman last night. We're hanging out. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, we're probably in a situation, and anybody that's, that's pro-gun control, you're going to be mad at me for saying this, but we're in a situation where a lot of stuff is probably going to get banned here in the near future. <laughs> and I thought, you know, if I'm going to get it, I better hurry up and do it now. Uh-huh. So... I go to the gun show today. I looked up on my phone at Riverman and realized, holy shit, it's tomorrow. The gun show is going on in Belleville, Illinois tomorrow. 
So I got up early, went to the gun show, which is why I was running late today. Whole story there. But <laughs> I walk into the late. gun show, and it's really sparse. Like, I've gone to these before, and it's wall-to-wall people. And I was a little worried about going in the age of COVID and everything. You know, I'm not super scared of COVID, but I don't want to put myself in harm's way either. But I go in, and fairly, fairly light attendance, and about a third of the booths that I'm used to being there. So not everybody's come back yet. And I start walking the show, and I'm like, man, there's really nothing here. There's lots of pocket knives. There's lots of, you know, like emergency food buckets and things you can buy. But I've got all that. And all of a sudden, I found my ammo guy that I like to buy ammo from. He has ammo for two really rare rifles that I have. And he always has ammo there, and he had it. So I bought, uh, I think, about 60 rounds of each today for both of those two rifles. One's a 303 British. The other's a 222 Magnum. Very hard to find rounds for. And so I walk around the rest of the gun show. There's one item, one item in particular, and I'm not going to say what it is, but I was looking for it, and I wanted it in the worst way, and nobody's got it. Nobody has this thing in the whole building. And I finally walk past. I'm, I'm leaving, and I've gone past this table already. I walk back by it, and there's some of these items in a case, and I said to the guy, I said, hey, do you, do you by chance you know, have this? And he goes, oh, I'm just watching this booth for, for my buddy. He's actually in uh, at the snack bar right now eating lunch. I'm like, oh, okay, and I start to walk away. I go past the case, and laying next to the case is the item that I want. And it's not illegal, so I don't I want to point that yeah. out. I'm not buying anything illegal, at least not now. <laughs> but now, two weeks from now, you know, who knows? All bets are off. But I said, well, how, oh, there it is. How much is it? Like I said, I don't know. I'm just watching the booth. So I literally had to wait for the guy to finish eating and come back. So I'm just sitting is this there. when you got the breakfast buffet? So I went in because eventually I thought, where is this guy? So I walk into the little breakfast or the little, uh, oh, what is it? Snack, Snack bar. bar. And they've got a breakfast buffet. And I'm like, well, just, hell. Just lit up like a child at Christmas <laughs> and was like, oh, my God. I wanted biscuits and gravy biscuits immediately. And, gravy. and But then they had, I was just going to get biscuits and gravy, but on the buffet, they also had sausage and bacon and hash browns. So, yeah, I had a breakfast buffet. And I'm not, I'm not proud of this. I'm just stating it as a fact. But I sat there and I literally watched the guy take forever to eat. And he finally gets up and I just, I followed him back into the gun show, bought my item and jumped in the car drove here and i was 10 minutes late but that's why so you were stalking him yes essentially yeah i was talking <laughs> someone the gun show that doesn't really sound right at all i think that would be viewed poorly so you got everything you needed at the gun show i found everything i needed and and more let's be honest anything you i also did? bought a knife okay i bought a little i bought a little knife little texas toothpick what didn't you buy uh, the one thing I didn't get were the emergency flares. Why do you need emergency flares? In case of an emergency. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and these aren't the road flares. These are the ones you shoot up in the <laughs> air like 100 feet. Uh, they, they, they go up. The one went up um, 1,000 feet. The other one went up 15, 000, or 1,500 feet. What kind of flares do you <laughs> They go up in the air, and then they parachute down and burn slowly. So you, you know what's funny about the, the flare guns? Um Back, you know, I'm a huge Cubs fan. Uh, back when they yes. won, when, <laughs> when they won the the championship. How many times the have they Series. done this? <laughs> right here, <It's> not- <laughs> right here. <laughs> I, just, I just saw a bird fly by. <laughs> As we're sitting at a St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> yeah. table, no less. <laughs> um, 
me and my father-in-law actually uh, shot off a couple of flares. Oh, when that's they won. awesome. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking yeah. about. They were only like 10 bucks, but yeah, I, I, I didn't want to walk all the way back over because I was running so late, so I left and abandoned the flares. Let's be real. You didn't want to walk back over because you just didn't want to walk back over. No, if I, was, if I didn't have somewhere to be <laughs> and knew Lupe was driving in, I would have gone and got the flares because, I mean, they're 10 bucks a piece. How do you beat that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so road flare or not road flares, but flare emergency emergency flares. flares yeah, That's the only thing you like are regretting. You well, purchase that was it. That was the only thing that I saw there that I didn't get. That I that was more of a want than a need. Okay, everything else I needed. Maybe not the knife, but everything else I needed. Okay. There was one thing I saw that I almost bought and I actually talked myself out of, and I'm kind of kicking myself for it now. But why would I ever need it? I don't. I don't. I mean, I argue why you need most of the stuff that you've there, talked about purchasing. There was that, a booth. You know. There was a booth there with magnesium powder. Why do you need magnesium powder? Make thermite. Why do you, you of all people, need thermite? Why don't you need thermite? You're really going to have the FBI coming after you. We were just talking about conspiracy <laughs> theories earlier. I didn't buy I know, it. Right? I didn't buy it. <laughs> but it was there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" There's. Magnesium powder. <laughs> I gotta do is mix it with some iron shavings, and yeah, you're good to go. All right. Well, now that we know the recipe, okay. I was gonna say this okay. show just became the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> I might have one of those. No, you know the funny part of it is you brought one to my secret Santa party oh, shit, for I my office. I did. That's right. <laughs> Remember, you came to my freaking Chris office Christmas party with my staff, and it was sought after, and you. I did. Your I white bought- elephant gift was the anarch- anar- anarchist cookbook. And everybody I was trading all about for that, that freaking thing. I forgot all about that. Yeah, it ended up going home with yeah, somebody's my, husband wanted it in the saying, worst I think way. It was my reporter's husband ended yes. up getting it or something like, yeah. You oh, know. he was jazzed. <laughs> it went home with, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're sitting there finishing up and everybody's saying their goodbyes and he's just thumbing through <laughs> that thing. It was, I forgot all about that. I did do that. Yeah. So if you invite Jeff to a white elephant party, he's probably going to bring a book that teaches you how to make bombs. Well, and drugs out of banana peels and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it all. All right. Yeah. So needless to say, I did not, FBI, if you're listening, did not buy thermite. <laughs> I can make my own. And that just, <laughs> you had to add the I can make my own, right? <laughs> It was seven dollars a bag. Like, well, I can make let's my own. Be, okay, cheaper. No, this actually, this actually draws back to something. So, if you're a regular listener, you know that Jeff and I have gone down the rabbit hole of admitting that we're Star Trek fans. We now, are. Jeff, why is it that you became such a big Star Trek fan, other than the Green Girl? When Kirk was battling the evil lizard man, the Gorn, the Gorn, um, they gave the chemical recipe for gunpowder. On Star Trek. I don't know if it's still... All the components were on the planet, and Captain Kirk made gunpowder to... To, to shoot diamonds at the Gorn out of a, out of a piece of uh, bamboo. And, it was the weirdest thing. And <laughs> he really did. Yeah. And so what? Oh, I say really did on the show. And either. so what? Like, 10-year-old Jeff. 10-year-old Jeff was just like... I have all those components at the well, farm. that's just it. <laughs> 99.9% of the kids watching Star Trek in the reruns form that it was in at that point didn't have access to a fertilizer buggy full of ammonium nitrate. 
I did. <laughs> so it was just, you know, some charcoal and sulfur all in the proper proportions. But. So we have Star Trek to blame. <laughs> we do. And it worked. Like, I made gunpowder and it fucking worked. Anyway. <laughs> at like 11 years old. Uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty jazzed. I killed a lot of ants with that. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Those anthills didn't stand a chance. <laughs> so I, I, I say that to say this. When I joke about the thermite, do you know who taught me to make thermite recently? No. Breaking Bad. Okay. <laughs> Breaking Bad gives the recipe for thermite <laughs> when they break in and steal the first uh, can of, uh, or the first uh, barrel of uh, methylamine. All right. Yeah. And basically, all you got to do is you take to get to get the the shavings that you need. You take apart like the etch sketches. Mm, mm-hmm. But yeah, they go into all that on there. And there were times I'm thinking, man, they're giving away a lot of secrets on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want to make meth, but you know, thermite comes in handy. I mean, it's Southern Illinois. Hey, it is a, a valuable <laughs> trade. A couple of teaspoons <laughs> of thermite will go right through an engine block. I'm just saying. I'd like to point out I just deadened the whole I'd, show. I'd like to point out that I, to a halt. I do not endorse these <laughs> for any federal agents that might be listening. These are the words and I've never done opinions it. of Gator. I've never done it <laughs> that I'd admit to. I'm going to have to add the disclaimer at the end of the episode that the views and opinions expressed by do, Gator do not, you know, <laughs> are not endorsed by our advertisers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry, Husto. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, I think we've got a question for Ask the Boys, so why don't we go ahead and get into that? Let's do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You asked the eight ball. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. So, Lupe, let me ask you this. Are you pro old intro or new intro? Oh, I like the old intro better. God damn. There you go. <laughs> well, it's, it's off-putting that Lupe is sitting here and you just told him to ask you about your wiener. That's bothersome <laughs> to most guests. It, it, it felt appropriate for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Lupe, am I lying? No, you're not. <laughs> you know, I put a lot of effort into that intro. But That's why you don't want to give it up. Kind of. everyone hates it but you. I like it. All right, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Well, now you got to keep playing it just for, you know, the point. Well, yeah, because I control it. So. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Well, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys, so make sure you give the uh, hotline a call, area code 863-874-0000. And, this uh, is also your audition to sit in Lupe's chair. Exactly. I mean, granted, he's... This is the he's, inaugural run. He, he's, he's put the bar pretty high. Yes, but, you have. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, you know, this is, this is how you make it on to uh, Listener Interaction Tuesday. So. And you can do it over the phone, but you really ought to drive up here. I mean, again, <laughs> the bar has been set pretty high, you know. But anyway... So, why don't we uh, go ahead and jump into... Well, you know what? Before we jump Is into the question... Is this a warranty question? No, it's actually a legitimate <laughs> okay. question, I think. I think. I mean, it doesn't look like a number that would be calling me from a warranty. Okay. But they're tricky. They are. So, um, before we get into the, the question that hopefully is from an actual listener, um, we have some standing questions. And I'm trying to remember if you've addressed them in previous voicemails or not, but what's your death cigar? Have you, have you covered that before? Uh, yeah, the 
Padrone, nineteen sixty four. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. Okay. I remember that. Okay. And then uh, we had one last week, which was uh, all about different cigars at different price points. Oh yeah, your your five dollar cigar, your cigar. 10, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, that'll take me some time to think about that's that one. That's my problem is that <laughs> I'm still struggling with that answer a little bit. It's 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 you know in that in that five and below range. Um, it's like we talked about the Tadascan Yellow. Yep. Good cigar. It won our Battle of the Budgets. It's kind of hard for me for, to... For the money, I'm, I'm just going to say it. For the money, it's hard to beat Quorum. For the money. Because that's, you know, you can get those about $2, $2.10, 20 cents, something mm-hmm. like that. It's hard to beat them for the money. Just to, like for a road stick while you're driving or if you're out hunting or working on the farm or something. Yeah. But, you know, the Tadascan, if you're if you're going five and under, you, it's hard to beat that Tadascan Yellow Series. Definitely. You know, then, there there are a few more that pop up in the five to ten dollar range. Obviously, most of mine in that range are the Perdomos. Mm-hmm. You know, they've cut out the Federal S chip tax. There's a little shout out for the uh, authority guys, and uh, <laughs> get your cowbell to ring. Uh, <laughs> it's at the uh, house. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you get into that. You get into the lot twenty threes. You get into that factory tour blend. Those are two of the Perdomos that are in that. Five to six dollar range that I really like. Yeah, the, and then there's a bunch in the ten to fifteen. I was gonna say once you get into that eight to fifteen dollar range, I mean, there's so many cigars that I like in that range. Fifteen and above, <sighs> it's hard for me to spring for a fifteen dollar plus cigar. I mean, I'm cheap. It depends on where you're at. I mean, sometimes the uh, Eladino Corojo Reserva can just barely inch over that $15 line and um that's totally worth it 100% worth it um depending upon where you're at the 45 for martinez Mm -hmm. can creep over that $15 line because i know that's based on taxes and different things exactly that's kind of their cadillac cigar and everything and um i am team 45 you know and so that's i think worth it the um and then when you get really high up it's like i said last time you know that ashen esg and the um, uh, couple of Davidoffs I mentioned, the, the Nicaragua and the late hour. But otherwise, I don't really go up to, and some of the Ligas, you know, um, but I know a place where you can get Liga for under 15 bucks. So Oh, wow. Yeah, there's 17 where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. So, um, now, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw this out. Since we're talking about high-dollar cigars, I have two high-dollar cigars sitting in my humidor right now that I bought for us when I was in Florida for us to smoke on the show. And when I say high dollar, these were $35 cigars. I don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. that's not me. But I saw these, and they were a special store blend. Um, they're a Davidoff and a special store blend. I don't want to say the name of the store, but we've been trying to get them to call us back to set up an appointment to put them on the show. And between you and me, I would have sh- thought getting them on the show would be a sure thing. <laughs> but they won't call us back. Oh, God. So I've got seventy dollars worth of cigars that we that want to subtle. review. That was subtle. That you, was good. You, did you like I, that? I caught that. Yeah. So that being said, if anyone in Florida may have picked up on what I just said, maybe just nudge them in our direction to give us a call back so we can have them on the show to smoke that special Davidoff store blend. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Subtle. I, and okay, here's the weird part. And Nick. Lupe, Nick heard this go down. 
I called them the other day because I've been sending them Instagram messages and they've just promptly ignored every one of those. The young lady on the phone did tell me, hey, you know, we get a lot of messages. They don't always come through, you know, whatever. Okay. But I called. But he called and he was like, hey, I was in. I bought some things. We do this podcast. She goes, is this Gator? Yeah. <laughs> Swear to like, God. And I'm like, and I cringed. I'm just like, Ugh. But anyway, but yeah. So the girl even knew who I was. And I said, yeah, we want him to come on the show. She said, I'll tell Paul or whatever his name is. And crickets. <laughs> Damn crickets. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Bob Saget. Oh, still yeah. haven't heard anything back. <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing on the Bob Saget front. Nothing from Nikki Glazier, who I don't know if he even smokes cigars, but I want to get her on the show because I you think she's a hoot. just want to flirt with her. I think Nikki Glazier's funny, and that's all there is to it. Um, and then we want to get Ron White on in the worst way. And he's actually, I've got tickets to go see Ron White. Um, I might even have him in my pocket now. I don't know. I've seen him last year, right? Yeah. Last year in February, pre-COVID. Yeah. Oh, he put on a great show. I have tickets for Ron White. Yeah, he's going to be down here at the DeCoin State Fair. Yes. So he's literally going to be in our area. We yes. Could, we could sit down. Yeah, do that. and have a cigar with Ron White. Now, how cool would that be? That'd be great. Right? <laughs> Call right? me up. I'll join you guys. I'm See? saying. <laughs> I mean, so we got to make that happen. Yeah. But Jeff needs to get in touch with his PR people. Uh, I know. And that's hard to do. Because uh, they have this thing, and you have to go in, and you have to register. Because they're PR people for all different stars and whatnot. And I tried to do it like three or four times, and they kept rejecting my username. So... Why? And I just gave up. I, I don't know. They said it was already taken. Were you trying to use Gator? No, I was trying to use Jeff. Oh, <laughs> well, then that's your problem. That's generic. And variations there uh, with numbers behind it and different things, and it kept saying they were all taken. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know. But, right. Ron, if your people are listening, if you people are Ron's people, have him call us. We want to get him on. Okay. Or Bob Saget or Nick Clayton. Well, why don't we go ahead and get this question? Uh, oh wait, we're still doing Ask the yeah, Boys. Exactly. We we still have a question. <laughs> Should we play the intro? Oh wait, we already we, we've done that. So, and then you it made was fun so of me. long ago. All right. Hey guys, uh, my name is Craig Smith. I follow you guys on Instagram. Hey Craig, listen to your podcast as often as I possibly can. And um, you guys ask for questions, so I've kind of got one I want to throw out there to you. I truly believe that cigars are the great equalizer. I think you can take a different group of people and put them in a room with cigars and no matter your race, your creed, your sexual orientation, what walk of life you come from, it brings everybody in the room to the same level. Definitely. Everybody yep. enjoys doing what they're doing. Everybody loves their cigars. Everybody, it brings a conversation together where everybody gets along and it's just a wonderful atmosphere. Um, I also believe that it's a good stress relief. Um, for me, um, I'm a peer counselor for first responders in my area police, fire, medical, nurses, uh, ambulance drivers, that sort of thing. And, Very cool. and sometimes when they're going through a hard time, we sit down and we talk about stuff. And somewhere during our conversation or during our sessions, we will eventually end up smoking a cigar together because I, I believe that's a good way to relieve stress. I believe it's a good way to relax and have a decent conversation with somebody to get through the hard times that we have to get through sometimes. So my question is, are cigars a stress relief to that depth for you guys too and if they're not what else do you do to relieve that sort of stress when you've had a really bad day when things just aren't seem to be going right i can always light up a stick and by the time i by the time i hit the band everything has gotten better so 
Does it work that way for you guys? And if they don't work that way for you guys, what else do you use? Appreciate you taking my call. Uh, hope I can uh, hear you answer the question sometime pretty soon. And thank you guys very much for everything you do. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Craig. And first of all, thanks for what you do because these first responders, man, they, they see a lot of heavy shit. Yeah. And they need to uh, they need to be able to talk to somebody and then also, you know, take a little weight off the shoulders. Um, to your point, yes, cigars, I mean, they, I, I don't know of a single cigar smoker that won't tell you that it's not a, a stress relief. In fact, um, if you go back to the episode where we interview uh, Storm Bowen, he's the guy in charge of uh, Cigars for Warriors. He flat out said that he's had some uh, uh, doctors and various people tell him that um, their program where they box up and send cigars to uh, active duty deployed military um, is actually a uh, form of uh, PTSD prevention. Because when these guys get done doing whatever they're doing during the day and they come around and sit down and have cigars together and kind of decompress, that it gives them exactly what you're talking about. It gives them that moment of relaxation to kind of um, put the day's events behind them, maybe talk about what happened a little bit and kind of give them the ability to process what they're going through instead of internalizing it. And so, you know, I I, I do believe that there's a, a very heavy... Um, stress relief component to it. I know for myself, personally, I tend to internalize a lot of stress, you know, just bring it in and just kind of push it down until eventually I snap on Jeff. And, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm like his doggy kicks. That's what it is, <laughs> yeah, Lupe. I mean, kind of. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, I, you know, for me, when, when Jeff got me into cigars, that was exactly the epiphany I had, which was this, this stick of tobacco forces me to sit for an hour plus and I can't do anything. I mean, I have to sit and chill and relax and I got to take care of it and because I don't want it to go out and this sort of thing. I have to. It forces me to relax for a little bit of time. And so, no, I, for me, it, it, was, it was a game changer. For Nick, it's either that or furiously masturbating. <laughs> then I get blisters and chafing. Nobody wants that. You can't raw dog it. <laughs> I mean, that's my point. That's my point, man. You know? So cigars, it just it helps so much. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Holy shit. Lupe should be on more often. <laughs> What about well, you guys? Yeah, Lupe, I'll let you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, uh, uh, like Nick mentioned, you know, you're you're sitting there for an hour, sometimes more, and it totally like just takes the the stress away from you know a long day of work. Yeah. And I mean, it's either that for me, it's either cigars or I jump in my car and I drive. Yeah. You know, I'm a huge car enthusiast. I love my cars. So I mean, cars and. It's like a quote from Fast and the Furious. It just, uh, just something that like settles my mind. Yeah. One of the best things I love doing, to your point, I don't know what it is, and it, and I don't know if it goes back to just being a kid or what, but like, I love driving at night on a highway with the orange, like the orange street lamps. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the, and, and it's the orange ones, not these new LED white yeah, ones. Yeah, it takes that you back in. to your alien abduction. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
driving on an empty highway at night with the orange like street lamps. I just I love that so much. That's how they lure you back out in the open so they can get to you and check the chip. <laughs> well, you know, it actually makes sense. <laughs> right? Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. No, that is why I, Nick knows this for years. For years before you started smoking. Hey, Nick, let's go have a cigar. Hey, Nick, let's go have a cigar. Yeah. No, no, no. I said, dude, you don't understand. Let's go have a cigar. And, you know, it might be a cigar like we're smoking today, which I actually really like this. Yes. Um, it's very, it's a very slow smoke. Yeah, and let's address the cigar real quick yeah, before slow. you finish your 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 point. <laughs> yeah. because um, this never happens. I we am, need a picture of this. I am straight up down to the brock on this thing. I'm down to the final. I think Lupe is yeah, close there too. And I would say he and I seem to be smoking about two thirds of my cigar left. Whereas Jeff is at the halfway point. Yeah, I've slow and, smoked uh, this, and I usually just like chain smoke the whole time we're on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm why I'm slow walking it, but it's, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's been good. I, but, I've liked it. But that being said, whether it's sitting down for 10 or 15 minutes with a Swisher peach, or it's sitting down with one of these for an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes, whatever it might be, it's just that time that you have to stop and you have to you quit concentrating on the world and you just sit and relax and yeah. think about your cigar and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And there, there's no replacement for that. In, in my world, there's no replacement for that time. Nope. So I agree. And it goes back to, like you said, with Cigars for Warriors, you know, we're losing, I think the number is 22 vets a day to suicide. Yeah. And anything, anything somebody can do to relieve the stress and to get out of their own head for a little bit, if it's a cigar or whatever, you know, if it's exercise or whatever their passion might be, do that. You know, and, and there are people to talk to. There are places to call. There are suicide prevention hotlines you can talk to. Talk to a friend. But, but dear God, whatever you do. Don't take that that very short term fix for you know what may may be a long term you know instead of a long term solution. Don't do that, yeah. right? And you know what? And and going back, I know we're you know he talked about cigars being the great equalizer, and where that is no just so obvious. It's just so obvious is uh, at the local cigar lounges. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're somebody who maybe is living in your own head and maybe you need, you know, some people to kind of talk to, not necessarily about heavy stuff if you don't want to, but, you know, whatever, hit up your local cigar lounge. I mean, it's a bunch of guys sitting around having cigars and and, and just kind of hanging out. I mean... Make some friends at a cigar lounge. There, there are very few cigar lounges I've walked into where I couldn't sit down and strike up a conversation with someone. Exactly. And, you know, there's always going to be that place. There's going to be a place you walk in and everybody turns around. The record comes off the needle or the needle comes off the record and everybody stops and looks at you and it feels awkward. That's not 99% of cigar lounges. 99% of cigar lounges you can sit down and you can Super join welcoming. in the conversation and just take off. And I'd say, too, that a lot of times when you walk into a cigar lounge and you feel awkward as you're going back to sit down in a new place with new people, I would say probably the bulk of that awkwardness is just in your own head. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that these guys, they're not they're not sitting there judging you or anything like that. It's just it's purely in your own mind. So just sit out and get, you know. I hate to say get over yourself, but kind of get over yourself and sit the, down and, and, you know. The just, easiest way. Just fire up your cigar and see what happens. The easiest way to get past it. And I do this when I walk into a lounge now because I see people do it at the Hill or at Riverman or at Lit. You walk in, and I just immediately go around and say hi to everybody. Yeah, just greet the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and it, it it breaks the ice, and you're part of the family at that point. Yep. Yeah. And if they don't know you, they'll introduce themselves. They're going to get to. And you just go. Yeah. But, yeah, it, you know, it's, to Craig's point, cigars, they're, they're, I think they're built and designed for relaxation. They are. And Absolutely. I think that it's just one of those things where if you're not relaxed smoking a cigar, you're just not doing it right. Well, how in the world do you stay tense smoking a cigar? You don't enjoy it. That's for sure. That's exactly yeah. right. You're you not. Know. You're not taking the time to enjoy the experience, and that's what a cigar is. Is it's an experience? Because well, I've had cigars where I've been. I haven't been in the right mindset. You know, you go into a cigar kind of pissed off. Maybe you've had a bad day or something like that, or something's happened, and you go into a cigar and you're pissed off. That cigar, it could be one that you smoke on the regular, and it's you're not going to get the same thing out of it because you're not going into it with the right mindset. It might help you come to the better mindset, but like, and and that's I guess that's what I'm saying is that's the the job of it in that case is that it. But helps, you have to let it, it helps center yeah. you. But what I'm saying is like in terms of flavors and whatever. Look, you got to concentrate on that, and if you're not in the mindset to concentrate on it, that's fine. You know, it'll get you there, but you know, maybe. I mean, it could also turn yeah. you off from the cigar too. True. It might, because maybe you you know you're associating that bad uh, event right. or whatever that took place with that cigar at that point. Yeah. So, well, and I I, mean, I always see that as one of the differences between cigar smoking and cigarette smoking. Cigarette smoking is like a panic situation where you've got to just hurry up and smoke the cig- cigarette, and then you got to get back to whatever you're doing. Right. And cigars aren't like that. Like if you're going to smoke a cigar, you're going to sit down because again, it's a 45 minute commitment to relax. Yeah. No, very valid. Well, thanks so much for the question, Craig. That was and, awesome. Uh, guys, get your questions into us. Like We like doing Ask the Boys, and it seems like, once again, we're in feast and famine mode where we have like seven or eight questions one week and then maybe not if, one. Maybe but. if we held some in reserve and didn't just do them all when we get them. But see, I like doing them all because then, hopefully, we get another whole big batch for the next week. Yeah, people are being, not shy. The way that's people are being shy this week. You have a piece of tobacco on your tooth, and it's really driving me nuts. Oh, there it is. You look methy. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I appreciate you subtly telling me, Jeff. You know, giving me just a little, like, you know. Kind of, I mean, Lupe, kind was of, there any other direction kind of that could have gone? No. You know, no. I mean, you could have just slid. <laughs> that, okay. would that have helped? That wouldn't have. Okay. You would have just stared at me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Duhuth. You look Duhuth. particularly doughy since you've uh, shaved I know. Your beard. I know. I shaved my beard the other day, and I'm so fat. Okay, so Nick and I were talking about these chew balls. All right, before we get into that. You're not going to let me talk about chew balls? In in a second. So, guys. Oh, God, we have to close out. Ask the boys. Call the hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. Hey, look. It's your outro music that you like so much. (laughs) Just for Lupe. (laughs) Okay, now you can talk about your chew balls. That's delightful. They've got these things, Lupe. Have you seen them? And I was showing them to Nick last night because he'd never heard of them. But apparently, they there's this like round ball thing, not a ball gag, by what the way. The name for of all this the thing, jokes, by the way. Hell, uh, the chewinator. I don't even know. No, I looked it up, looked but it, it, it just mouth exercise balls. Jaws are size. Jaws are size. Jaws are size. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this ball, and you put it in your mouth, and you chew on it. And it helps build rebuild your facial muscles, like the tones. It helps get rid of the I don't the know chins. if it works. 
But that's what it's for. It's to help you get rid of the chins. It tightens up your facial muscles and pulls things back. It's, but it's thirty dollars. But you have two frankly, of them because there's two different yeah bigger one and strengths or whatever. One. Yeah, yeah. A twenty pound and a thirty pound draw or whatever pull. You know what else Shoot. helps your uh, jaw muscles? What's that? A tongue ring. <laughs> wow. Wow. Because <laughs> you know what you're doing? You're awfully busy when you have the tongue ring. Yes, you are. Oh, my. Just saying. <laughs> oh, my. Well, okay, then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've got nowhere to go. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I'd swallow the goddamn thing and then choke to death. I mean, I know what's going to happen. It's going to uh, come yeah, loose. I've, I've had plastic ones. I bit through them and swallowed them. Oh, God. <laughs> back when I had one. Do I, they come I, out? Or are they I, still rattling around in you? They might have came out. I don't know. I would have been. I'm I don't sure. looking. Sure I would have waffle stomped. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. <laughs> back in the day, I, I stuck just with the surgical steel. Yeah, no, I, that's, I, that's I never, how I have yeah. now. But don't have, okay. You guys have both had this. I've never. Isn't there a chance of, like, chipping a tooth mm-hmm. on it or anything? I mean, that's got to be a I mean, thing. yeah, but I never did. In, okay. what, six years of having it, I never did. You had that for six years? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. So that that would be my thing, is the minute I got it, I would chomp down on it in the middle of the night and crack my front teeth out. I know what's going to happen. Why are you chewing in your sleep? I do a lot of weird stuff in my like sleep. Like a cow? Yeah. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Haven't you ever heard Kristen say that? Because I sleep in the bedroom downstairs. No, I don't talk to Kristen about you <clears throat> sleeping. You like to tell me all about sleeping with Kristen, but I don't talk to we, Kristen no, about sleeping. We don't sleeping. sleep in the same bed. We never, we never did. Never did. But, like, she'll hear me downstairs when oh. I stop breathing and gasp for air. Like, my, I guess I have sleep apnea and haven't got it diagnosed. Well, you know what helps with that? CPAP? Losing weight. And a CPAP. Well, if you lost weight, you may not have that problem. We need to do another weight loss challenge. Oh, why? Look, so you can bake bread in the middle of it again? I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm inspired by Lupe because he told us something off air when we first started. I don't know if you want to go into that now or not. Yeah, that's fine. But it's impressive. It is impressive. <laughs> so you've been doing keto? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing keto. I've been uh, almost zero carbs every day. But I don't I'm, know how that's so possible. Yeah, so, yeah. it was difficult. It was very difficult when I first started. Uh, I miss the bread. Oh, dude, yeah, I miss the bread. Bread and pasta. I just, I like potatoes a I lot. Mean, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Bread pasta. I, I'm just like I, I would, I would miss that so much. And I even tried to challenge them. I did no carbs for a while, and it sucked. I'm not gonna lie. It, it was hard. I did try yeah. to challenge Lupe because I wanted to see if he'd stand strong, and I ate a really good banana pudding <laughs> dessert. Yeah, you were a dick. I was. I mean, dick. I'm not gonna. I mean, lie. It looked shooters. really good. It I did get, look really good. I ate my boneless wings, but you know, <laughs> you I even stole one of them. You did, but he. Uh, but you actually went full on into it. Like, look at my dessert. <laughs> it's so good. So, okay, I gotta ask. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna ask this, and I don't. And it's gonna sound like a really shitty question. But I don't mean to be an asshole, okay? okay? This is legit. Explain to me how this diet is good when you're okay eating, like, a shit ton of butter and fat, but yet you can't eat, like, fruit. Jeez, how do I even explain that? Uh, no, I mean, because, correct? Like, yeah. you can eat, like, a stick of butter, but an apple is, like, a horrible thing. Right. 
So I don't get that. It is counterintuitive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but I mean, then then you know you. But it's you, working, right? It is. Well, it's obviously working. And then you, you said take you lost like how much? Almost fifty pounds. See, that's wow. what I'm saying. And since when? Since January. Fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, God damn. 50 pounds in <laughs> three months. Three months. I mean, that's hard to argue with those results, but. Yes. I mean, good God. But I mean, I also incorporate a lot of healthy fats, you know, avocados, salmon, you know, a lot of fish. Yeah. I eat all of that too. My problem is I eat too much bread and pasta and, and potatoes. And, yeah. You know. Exactly. Breakfast buffets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was today. <laughs> but the biscuits and gravy were really good. And, and and okay, let's talk about biscuits and gravy. So you have the carbs in the biscuit. I can't imagine. And, and it is was, the sausage? You can have the sausage, you have right? The sausage, okay, yeah. you can have the sausage, but not the gravy. But the gravy is made of what? Flour. Flour. So I mean, but I mean, there's a roux. You, you can yeah. make. You can make. Uh, you could probably make the gravy with almond flour. Which is oh. which is the healthier option? Okay. And it is almond flour part of keto? Yeah. Yeah, because I make you just opened my eyes. Like, yeah, okay. I make I make pancakes out of almond flour, and they came out great. What if I can make bread out of almond flour? I don't know. I did make bread. Okay, down the rabbit hole here. I do a lot of organic gardening, and I let nobody's ever heard that. From you. <laughs> no, I know. I let a lamb's quarter plant go to seed in one of my beds a couple of years ago. Because lamb's quarter, it's a wild plant that grows, but it's edible and it's very nutritious. Look it up. Trust me. Um, So I let it go to seed. Well, now every year that I start up my garden, I have to deal with lamb's quarter. Because that one plant put like 55,000 seeds into my garden beds. (laughs) So I've got lamb's quarter now everywhere. Um, which that was a mistake, but it is really healthy for you. Um, but it, uh, it's apparently why you don't grow it commercially because it's going to seed out. And it's going to destroy your field. But um, I, I dried a whole bunch of lamb's quarter leaves and ground them down into a powder. And I actually made bread with them last year. I, I did half wheat flour and half, um, you know, the ground up leaves from the lamb's quarter that were dried. And it was really good. And I figured that was a healthier option than going straight wheat. But anyway, so I could maybe mix in the lambs. Can you, I get plants, are they okay to eat or not? Are they yeah. out? Okay. So I could mix up the lambs quarter leaves and the almond flour and probably make a pretty decent bread. So is it the sugar in the apple? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's sugar. So the natural sugars are bad. Yeah. Okay. Man, I'd have a hard time giving that up. I know. But the results, man, it's hard to argue with that. It is hard to argue with that. <laughs> now, will you have to stay off of them the rest of time? No. No, I can, because uh, everybody will say, uh, I mean, it's obviously a life a life change. It's yeah. a lifestyle change. And, I mean, you're not going to stay on keto forever. You'll you'll eventually start incorporating your carbs and start doing, like, a more of a low-carb diet. Than, I was going to say, do you have, like, a noticeable weight gain then, or do most people have that? Or are you able to maintain it then once you've got it off? Well, yeah, that's what I have to figure out. Man, yeah. <laughs> When I hit my goal, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Okay. How, how well, what I'm, is your how goal? Because you're not a big guy. I mean. My goal is 185. Okay. How tall are you? 5'9". Okay. Okay. I was 180 when I got out of the Air Force, and I was stick thin. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to now, and I'm 310, so I need to, yeah. I, I may need to look into this. Nick, you want to do it with me? 
You want to oh, go keto I, with me? I, no, I'm not committing to that. <laughs> Why not? Because I love my bread and pasta too much. <laughs> okay. See, I've always been a juice guy, and I've always been able if I if I get up my juicer and I do it religiously and I do it for three meals a day, um, I've always been able to lose weight on that. But that goes against the keto, so I couldn't do those together. Because obviously I'm juicing you, carrots and apples and exercise? lots of sugar. Yeah, how much exercise have you had to incorporate? <laughs> None. <laughs> See, I mean, dude. Yeah, I know, I get it, but yeah, let's try it. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to fail. The, the, the no carb thing. Lupe I, can be I, our shining I, example. I've done it, and I will admit, I've lost weight doing it. You did, but I remember that. I just, ah, uh, oh God, I can't do that again. It was just. It was too hard to do, and it was too easy to to jump off the wagon and just watch it all come back. Yeah, and then so, some, and then some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem: is it usually there is the in some. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah. So kudos to you for doing it, but yeah, <laughs> it's impressive, dude. It really is. Uh, I don't Thank think you. it's something I'm going to be able to pull off. But if you want to try, Jeff, feel free. I may. I got to do something. Well, that's, if I could drop 50 pounds in three question. months, that would be a noticeable change in, in my pre-diabetic state that I'm in now. <laughs> pre? I, as far as I know. Undiagnosed. I, I, I do have a black spot on a toe. So. <laughs> you never know. It's still there. Oh, God. So, Nick, uh, before we wrap up, how do people get a hold of us on the socials? Well. We still have to give away cigars, but we'll get to that in a second. Exactly. So, so yeah, so we're on uh, Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Parishioners group. Make sure you get in on that. It's a lot of fun. People posting pictures and stuff. That's going it's to go really time. well. It's a good time. Thank you, Trent. Trent. That was Trent's idea. You tried to give me credit multiple times, but it was Trent's idea. Yeah, I took credit for it once. I think so. And then you reminded me of the no trend. No, it was <laughs> trend. Then we're on uh, Twitter and we're on YouTube. You can reach out to us through the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. And then obviously, guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. So call that hotline, area code 863-874-0000. I believe our MySpace page is still down. It is. Yeah, okay. It is. Yep. And where are people finding you, Lupe? Uh, I'm at Facebook. I'm just Facebook and Instagram. I mean, Instagram, it's um, Lupe12688. And then I have another Instagram. It's uh, Lupe's Cigar Bar, I think. I don't even remember. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, you're not posting to that one too much? No, not too much. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Lupe Cigar Palooza. Oh, sorry. Lupe Cigar Lounge. Lupe Cigar Lounge. Lupe Cigar right. Lounge. Sounds good. Well, before we wrap it up, it is time that we go ahead and give away some cigars. Martinez prize packs. We do have the Martinez prize packs. We we had some people get them the other day. Yep. And they were posting pictures of them and apparently really loving on them. Well, they should. They should. They should. Good cigars. And so, guys, you need to get in uh, the weekly giveaway by going to CigarPulpit.com and signing up for our newsletter. That You, know, you might eventually get one at up. At some point, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still catching I'm grief still waiting. for that. <laughs> We're going to take pictures of Nick's cereal challenge when he does that. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to do that before we start the no-carb thing. Uh, what are you doing later tonight? Not that. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to go enjoy my life. I'll watch you eat cereal another day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, Lupe, do you blame me? Come on. I mean, that'd be pretty cool to watch. Okay, you and Lupe can do it. <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, it's going to be fun, dude. 
It's, Besides, you have an Ashton ESG on the line. There's no way in the world that you win. Four for four, baby. No, you can't. I four even four. I even tried to give him odds. Nope. Four for four. There's no way you're going to get four cereals out of four cereals. I can do it. <sighs> they come out of the same vat at the plant. You no, realize that, right? No, they don't. I, I know people that work at the and cereal I'm, plant. And I'm telling you in that I can Steelville, go to Illinois. the store right now and I can find four name brand cereals and four generics. The Malto Meal bags. And I can tell you, well, you know, Malto Meal, store brand, whatever. Yeah. And I can tell you flat out, hell, in one case, I might even be able to tell just by sight without even tasting. But I'm not going not gonna to stake my flag in the ground on that one. I know for a fact that Raisin Brands come out of the same vat down in Steelville, Illinois. They run, They get done with their run of post, and then they put in the box of whatever else and start right back up. Well, I'm telling you, I can do it. So, anyway. There's no way. We can, we can maybe do that soon. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, get in. We're going to put the, that on the YouTubes, by the way. Get in on the uh, weekly giveaway. And then for the person whose name I'm about to mention... All you got to do is just shoot me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Shoot me an email telling me that you're the winner. By what, next Tuesday? By next Monday. Monday. And uh, give me your shipping address, and we will get these cigars taken care of uh, right away. So, without further ado. The winner this week is James Velusi. James Velusi. I'm... I'm probably butchering the last name. It's V-E-L-L-U-C-C-I. So, James Velusi. Okay. <laughs> Is that not the most annoying thing? I love that DJ <laughs> It's Air great. Horn. I love DJ Airhorn. <laughs> anyway. So, Lupe, um, we usually like to end on, like, a nice affirmation. Do you have any thoughts for the <laughs> listeners? That's going to be our new thing. We're going to have the affirmation by the guest on this episode every month. <laughs> Deep thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. By Lupe. Enjoy your life. See? You know what? There we go. There's an affirmation. And one way to enjoy your life is enjoying a nice cigar. Yes, sir. And All speaking right. of that, what did everybody think uh, after we got done here? Yeah, we had the Ezra Zion game over. I uh, Game I like- over, man. Game over. Oh, game over, man. It's game over. Just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. It was good. Um, you know, flavor wise, it, it it had the chocolate on the cold draw. I don't know. I, did you? Did anybody pick it up in the actual smoking? Uh, no. I no. got yeah. I got a little bit of a leathery taste. Mm-hmm. Le- leathery kind of. Yep, you're right. You know, maybe a little spice that picked up just a smidge mm-hmm. on the second half of it. Um, maybe just a little bit on the retro hail in the final third. You know, second half, final third. I haven't yeah. got there yet. Yeah, you guys it. are both done. And I'm yeah. still. I'm halfway through the cigar. But, um, no, for the most part, it was. It was. It, I mean, it was an enjoyable cigar. It burned really well. Construction was really good. The burn line was nice. Ash held on well. I. I yeah, I, I don't have it. a bad word to say about it. Yep. Yeah. Good. Thank you so much for no, bringing yeah, these. Man, really, thank you. It was great. Yeah. So. Well, this has been uh, listener interaction Tuesday. Yeah, so guys. Again. If you want to get in on this, just uh, start getting questions into the Ask the Voice hotline and uh, use it kind of as your audition. Was it everything you expected? And more. There you go. And more. And more. <laughs> well. I like that. See, this is good. He set the bar high, and we've set the bar really low. Really low, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you expect from us? I mean, 
Yeah. Bottom feeders. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, guys. We're the catfish of the uh, cigar world. Coming to you from the <laughs> JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And I'm Lupe. Everybody yes. stay safe and stay smoky. Are you guys really like this all the time? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much.